Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this episode of Bite Me, we are going to be making light, crispy, and infused apple chips that you can make faster than you'd think. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge, and I just want to take a second to say thank you for being here. If this is your first time, welcome. I think you'll get some value out of this show on your edibles journey. If you've been joining us for a while, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to have a listen. It really means a lot. If it wasn't for you guys listening out there, I'd be sitting here doing this for nothing, I suppose. And well, that's a pretty sad thought. So anyway, I just want to say thank you. Before we get into the to the main part of the show, when we talk about the apple chips, I did just want to update you all a little bit on the DynaVap review that I left. I've had some chances to play around with it more since I uploaded and recorded, recorded that episode. And I want to mention a couple of things. One is that I had mentioned in that episode that there was a bit of a learning curve with using this little device. And after having a bit more time to play around with it and watching a few more videos online, because there are lots of them, there's whole Reddit forums and everything you can imagine about this little vape. I did, I have managed to get a little bit more out of the vape than I had when I initially recorded that episode. And I have been, man, I have been able to get some pretty big clouds from this tiny little vape. And so while the chamber is pretty small, I have since realized that the small size of the chamber doesn't necessarily mean that you're not getting a lot from your weed out of it. Trying, hopefully this is making a lot of, this is making sense. But I, one night I was playing around with it. And I took a big hit and got some pretty big clouds from it. And wow, that really tuned me up. And I was pretty impressed because again, like I said, the chamber is pretty small, but you can reuse it several times before you have to change the contents of the chamber or the bowl. And so I just want to be clear that while there is a bit of a learning curve, that small chamber isn't as small as you'd think and has the definitive capacity to get you pretty fucked up. So I'm still in love with this little this little vape. I think it's fantastic, worth a look. I'll link to it in the show notes if you want to hear that uh, episode, if you missed that particular one, or you want to check it out for yourself. I do still think that you're going to have to save up quite a while before you get enough vaped cannabis in order to use it for an infusion. But at the end of the day, what does it matter? You're not wasting it. You're getting more value out of it. And it's something you'd probably otherwise throw away. So I think the next thing I'm going to be trying with that already vaped cannabis is probably just making some tea. See if I can make some tea from that so I can maximize the usage of the cannabis that I use with that little device. So anyway, I just wanted to update you guys on that. This little thing, I'm still in love with it. I think it's fantastic. And uh, I'm still not smoking as much as I am using edibles, of course, but it has been pretty fun to play around with this little, this little device. 
Also, I just wanted to mention, too, that I think uh, Chris is hanging up his hat as far as enjoying edibles for the next little bit. I think he's been finding that perhaps he's been overdoing it a little bit. And as somebody who sometimes has a tendency to overdo things, not always, and not in a lot of stuff, he's just decided he's going to back off for a little bit, which I thought was interesting because he also recently said that if I made more of that medicated mac and cheese, he'd be all over that. So my next experiment to try you guys, and I will keep you updated on this, is what will happen if I make a medicated mac and cheese? And this has got to be one of the easiest infused meals or dishes that I've made, if you can even call it that, because when I made it for him before, it was literally a box of craft dinner that I stirred some infused butter or coconut oil into. Made just everything was made the exact same way. That was just the slight little twist that I made. And Chris loved that stuff. So while he says that he's going to be hanging up his hat, let's see what happens if I leave a little carrot out for the rabbit. Will he take the bait, folks? Time will tell. Time will tell. But I'll let you know. He hasn't been feeling too well lately, so the medicated mac and cheese is probably going to have to wait, but that's okay. It'll be a fun little experiment to try. I think maybe he was overdoing it a little bit on some of the oils I brought home from the dispensary recently, which can be pretty easy to do sometimes. But in any case, let's get on to the apple chip, shall we? (sighs) Do you smell that? I can barely smell it because my sinuses have been clogged with allergies recently. They are terrible. But when I do get catch a whiff of that fresh air, I can smell fall in the air. And with fall comes apples. And I love getting apples this time of year because they're juicy and crisp and delicious them recently. And they were really good. And you look on the bag and the ingredients are pretty much apples. And apples are a very easy item to dehydrate. So I thought, what if you could infuse them? And of course, you can infuse pretty much anything. So I set straight away to trying to make the best damn apple chip I possibly could that would get you high. Well, folks, this was no easy task. It was no easy task at at all. And while generally speaking, this is a very minimal ingredient type of recipe, it did take me a few tries to get it just right. Actually, full disclosure, it took me three tries. The first try, eh, they just weren't that great. They weren't particularly sweet, even though the apples I was using was pretty sweet. The second try, I pretty well burned them. They were just way too crisp. And I was sitting in bed one night eating like burnt apple chips and it really wasn't that good. I did end up tossing out a few of them in the end after I made the third batch, which turned out just right. And that's the version I'm going to be sharing with you today because I just did wing this pretty much in an effort to make them in my oven too. Because yes, I do have a food dehydrator and it would probably be easier just to set them in that and then forget it. But honestly, I know most of you probably don't have one of those. And I was pretty well doing like one or two apples at a time. And it seemed like a lot of work to get a whole food dehydrator just to dehydrate one apple or two apples. So I just skipped it. I figured it'd be easier for everybody involved if I just shared with you how it worked out in my oven, because I'm sure most of you have one of those. And what you're going to need, if you can, is your, well, obviously you're going to need your apples. You're going to want some cinnamon, a little bit of sugar, and your infused olive oil, I used olive oil. You could probably also use coconut oil for this one. 
Not sure butter would work out too great for this one. If you do use your coconut oil, this is one scenario where you may want to melt it so it's really liquidy and do that before you start. The one other trick I would recommend for this, if you have it, I have a mandolin slicer. I've had it in my cupboard for a long time. I pull it out when I'm wanting to make certain vegetables and it's really important that they are a uniform size. And this thing will slice very precisely. It's very sharp and it makes the job pretty easy. So I use the mandolin slicer so I could get nice thin slices of the apple. And that worked out quite well. If you don't have one, just try and slice them as thinly as you can with your knife and try and get them all the uniform size if you can. If you don't, it's not a huge deal but you will notice some variations. Some of your chips might not be as, as crispy as some of the other ones just because of variances in the thickness. But at the end of the day, who really cares? If you have a mandolin slicer, great. I can link to one in the show notes so you know what they look like. They are a pretty handy kitchen tool, but if you don't have one, obviously it's something you can make do without. So you're going to slice your apples really thin. You're going to preheat your oven to 220 or 225 in and around that neighborhood. I tried them at first at 255. It was too hot, or maybe I needed to reduce the time, but I think the lower temperature is better. And you're going to line a sheet with parchment paper. So that just makes for a much easier cleanup when you're done. And then you're going to put your apples slices in a bowl. And I used for the last one, I probably ended up using two tablespoons of olive oil for the one apple. And then I used like a teaspoon of cinnamon and almost a teaspoon of sugar just to add a little something because I found the first batch, like I said, they didn't turn out very sweet, even though the apples themselves are sweet and usually don't need anything extra. I do find the cinnamon is really nice. So just adding that little teaspoon of sugar can help a little bit. If you don't want to add it, just leave it out. No big deal. But the apples and cinnamon are obviously a classic pairing. You can, of course, leave that out as well. So you sprinkle that on and you're going to mix it thoroughly. This is the part that's probably going to take you the longest because you want to make sure that the apples are all coated. And because of the nature of the apple, they're going to be moist and they're going to want to stick together. So you are going to want to move them around. As you place them on the parchment paper on your on your pan, um, you just want to make sure they all have a little bit of space. And if you're only doing one or two apples at a time, that's not a big deal. If you're doing more apples, you may want to get out more than one pan so that you have lots of space. You don't want to crowd them too much. And then at the end of the bowl or the bottom of the bowl, you may notice that there's quite a bit of this um, cinnamon liquid, which is your oil. That's the goodness in there, folks. Don't leave too much of that in the bowl. If you, Even if you have, means you have to get another apple out and cut some more slices off of it, do it because that's your infused oil and you don't want to leave that in the bowl. You want that on your apples so you can eat it and you can get high later. That's the whole point. So mop up the rest of that stuff with some of the apples that look like they didn't get enough on them or cut a few extra slices if you need to do that. Just make sure you don't waste it. Then you're going to put it in the oven for about an hour. And then after the hour, you're going to take the apples, flip them over, flip over each apple, put it back in the oven. And then I would suggest putting them back in the oven for about 45 minutes. That way you can check on them to make sure they're not getting too crispy. Because what I do know is that ovens do vary. My oven at 220 for an hour each side was just right, I found. But 
a lot of ovens can vary and you don't, trust me, they, they turn pretty gross when they get more on the burnt side. You'd think, oh, it'd be nice caramelized or something, but no, it doesn't work out like that. So you just want to make sure you have that extra 15 minutes. They might be fine right there. If you're happy with the consistency and the texture, then leave them out or put them on for a little bit longer as needed, but just, just keep an eye on them. You're going to let them cool and then you can put them in an airtight container and store them for however long you need to, probably not long. I ended up eating mine the following night and it was a really nice snack after dinner. You know, you had the nice crunch. There was a low sugar snack. I did add a little bit of added sugar to it, but it wasn't, it was a pretty marginal amount. And I found with the potency of my olive oil, and you're going to want to adjust your recipe based on the potency of your own oil. If you're unsure, always err on the side of caution, of course. But I found it quite nice. They weren't super strong, um, like some of my cookies are that I've made, but they did provide a very nice relaxing buzz. And I didn't taste the weed at all either. I, you know, you thought might the olive oil that I'm using is very green from the weed, but it was perfect. They were, they were fantastic. And so again, this is a recipe that while it takes a bit of time in the oven, most of the time for this one is hands off. You're slicing the apple, sprinkling a few things on it, and then putting it on the pan, flipping them over and then taking them out. The bulk of the time is just sitting in the oven when you can be doing other things uh, I don't know, other thing, anything else. But as long as you're not going too far, this is a great recipe just to throw in the oven. It makes your house smell nice as well because toasting apples or, you know, dehydrating apples and cinnamon will make your house smell pretty good too. So I really think you'll enjoy this recipe if you give it a shot. And if you do, let me know how it turns out. Send me pictures, do whatever. I could share them. If you so choose on my Instagram or in a newsletter or whatever, what ha- whatever, if you're proud of something you've made, I would love to see it. You can always email me a bite me podcast at fastmail.com. Uh, you can also try out the new speak pipe message center, uh, for lack of a better word. It's just basic. It's over on my website. If you, um, go over to my website at bitemepodcast.com. You'll see a tab on the right-hand side that says, uh, leave a voice message for Marge. And basically that will allow you to click on it and record a message and I get to hear it and I can even answer with my own real live voice. How amazing is that? So you can try that out. And I think that's it for this week, guys. This is a bit of a shorter uh, episode, but it was a shorter recipe too. And I'm hoping that if you've had a chance to go out apple picking or do any of those lovely things, picking up apples from the market or whatever, then I hope you've picked up a few extra because I've got another apple-related recipe for next week as well, which I'm kind of excited about. That one was also fun to make. And I... think that's it for now. I hope you guys are making some delicious things. You're staying warm. You're treating your allergies. You're staying safe. And until next week, my friends, stay high.